Hello everyone and welcome to Everything is Wrong and I would like to fix it. Drinking some water. I hope you have a Bev lined up for you too. Um, I have a bunch of things to say today but also nothing at all so I'm going to try to just get in front of a mic and start talking. And I'm thinking also about making this a video type, a video uh, collage, podcast collage um, throughout the week of thoughts and things that we should explore. Um, Today we're talking about my history my um what else did I want to say I also want to put on my sunglasses because this feels very vulnerable and I would like to be a little less naked in the world um this looks if you're watching the uh, live, or not live, the video version of this instead of the audio, um, hey, so today I was thinking about talking about um, my life story. I realized there was no proper introduction. Silly me, I forgot. Uh, so. <laughs> I will be letting you guys know what happened and why we're here. Everything that's led up to why we're here, okay? Um, I'm, a, I'm very protective over my, my life story because it's always opened up a lot of unnecessary dialogue for me. And... Um, it's kind of hard to relive a hard life, so I'm very, (laughs) I don't know, I'm very protective of it, you know, it's my past, um, treat it with kindness and respect, so, um, before I share this very intimate journey, um, anyone who has any intention of trolling, please do it somewhere else. I'm tired, okay? Anyone who's here tuning in um, because they feel alone in the world, I feel you, I also feel alone in the world. Um, Anyone who's tuning in just to, I don't know, I don't know, there's a lot of different reasons. I do it because it, or I, I shout into the void, but I also listen into the void. (laughs) Um, anyway, so, my life story, I wanted to do it in a fun way, I wanted to do, like, the deck of cards that I've been dealt, um, so we're gonna think about it like that, I wanted to do kind of, like, a cool illustration, I almost bought an iPad, because I think it would be nice to, like, show visuals of what is going on, um, and I really want to draw, as I'm talking. So if anyone wants to finance an iPad Pro, please. With the 
touch pen or any or anything that I can put on my um, computer, plug on into my computer and use um, some kind of touchpad. Please fund it. I have a tip jar. If you go to my link tree, um, that is attached to my Instagram. Woman trying her best. There's an underscore in between each word. Um, yeah, please help me out. I can explain things better <laughs> with an iPad. <laughs> Cause, or or help me get a camera or something so I can uh, write and um, I can film what I'm writing down and I can do pen and paper. I really don't care. Just help me explain, you know? I'll figure something out. Let's see. Anyway. But your help matters. Um, I'm doing this with my sunglasses on because it feels like um, my words are going to be so intimate. So I want to protect my eye, my eyelids from pain. I don't know. You know what I mean? Okay. Enough stalling. Six minutes of stalling. <laughs> so I was born in Iraq. I'm saying it in English. I'll say it in Arabic. I was born in Baghdad, the city, in Iraq, um, in 2000. So I'm 22 right now. And uh, life has been hard. Um, we lived through the war and, you know, I was, that, that was my foundation of, uh, learning attachment. It was during a time where no one felt safe around us inside or outside of the house. So, um, it's caused a lot of chronic pain for me where I'm tense all of the time. I could cry about this, honestly. I, I feel tense everywhere in my body because I'm always shrinking myself to kind of um, make myself disappear in a way. Um, because if you disappear, then nothing bad can happen to you. Um, yeah, so... I was born there. That was the first deck of cards the universe handed me with. The rest follows. Uh, like, you know, what do you expect? You, uh, I immigrated. I, I lived in Jordan for a bit. Um, and then we, I think we are technically considered refugees. Um, We came to the U.S. in 2008, um, and, you know, life is hard after you leave a war, you, you're you in shock. Um, y either you get out of survivor mode, or you, you're frozen, so, um, my, you know, my poor parents, they had me and my little brother, I have a little brother, they were trying to... Um, they tried to do their best, and 
life is so hard and you can only do what you can do with the tools that you have at the time. Um, yeah. Um, growing up was not easy for me and I feel like I've made it a journey to, uh, and okay, so sorry, I'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, I lived in California in 2008. We moved in during the recession. That was a de that was a deck that the universe was like, ha, 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 ha. What are you going to do with this one? And, and, you know, my family maneuvered it. My family is super strong. They, I, I have a family of survivalists. Like, the more I think about it, like, we were trying to outsmart uh, the U.S. when the U.S. would... Um, be bombing <laughs> like we would try to leave skip town for um a few weeks at a time when we anticipated things most time we we made it out we made it out but um when life thrusts you outward before you're ready i feel like it causes um it just causes a lot of problems. It's just a very uh, paralyzing experience. But I have seen my family maneuver every single deck of cards that they were um, dealt with. Some could have been dealt with a lot better, I will say. A lot better. <laughs> Do better. I love you guys. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> um, but everything they do is out of love and care and a genuine fear of I don't know what is going on. Um, because of what happened to us, at least, that's how I perceive it. Um, I love them. They've taught me how to survive in the world, um, and survivalist strategies are really cool, they're interesting, but it's also kind of exhausting to be on Survivor all of the time, sometimes you just want to exist and it's really hard to, so lived in California and then I moved to New York City when I was 18 to go to college because I fell in love with this guy when I was 16 and I wanted to prove something that I was like cool or whatever. <laughs> um, attachment issues, absolutely, absolutely. We come to find later, we were creative the whole time. It wasn't just to impress a guy, pretty cool. So I moved to New York and I went to Parsons School of Design and they made my life so dope. It was very, I, it was very, very, very expensive. And I will be, I am trying to recover. Um. But. I've always loved school, 
and I always felt stupid at normal school because I didn't learn the typical way. I learned, I learned like how little kids learn. Um, I do feel like I make my best work when I'm connected to my inner child because everything you do when you're connected to your inner child is out of love for your inner self. And I really wish that more people operated in a way that was like that, or at least tried, because it's really hard to do it. And like, you know, we're too deeply ingrained in the culture we're in to, uh, to play like kids. So anytime you have to skip around or go touch some grass or try to do a cartwheel or something. Anytime you have the chance to play, please do. Um, and assume that everyone else around you is a tiny little baby, just like you. And we all want to get held and, and we all want to be cared for. Genuinely, I truly believe at the root of every single human being is a little baby that wants to be held. Um, and they feel rejected sometimes depending on what made them feel rejected as babies. And sometimes people react emotionally to cues of feeling unloved, if that makes sense. So, I don't know. I uh, Try to see the good in everyone around you. We really don't have anything else other than love. Now, if someone is bad, if someone is taking advantage of you, you know that feeling when you're like, oh my god, I'm so anxious, I don't know what to do. Like, should I still, should I still do this? No. Don't, don't. Give yourself some peace whenever you have the opportunity to. Create room, you know, for peace for yourself when you can. Anyway, sorry for, like, lecturing, but it's it's a podcast. What else am I going to do? <laughs> I don't think I'm above anyone. I'm really just sharing my therapy notes. So, um, yeah, so I went to art school. I studied design and technology, which basically meant... Um, it meant that I got to play around with little robots and I basically figured out how to finesse art school um, and become an engineer after. I, I worked for a software, I, I worked as a software engineer um, right after I graduated, which was this May. Um, and then I got laid off, so now we're here. <laughs> I just got a residency, actually. I'm working. Um, I'm teaching little kids how to do tech stuff at, like, an after-school place. It's nice. It's cute. Um, yeah, but New York isn't... I don't think New York is for me. Oh, also, on top of... so. 
I got dealt like a really, really shitty, bad, 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 disgusting little deck of cards. Like the universe was giggling at me. They were like, good luck, bitch. Good fucking luck with this one. We really, you were kind of just like a little glitch in the, I don't think I'm a glitch in the matrix, but it's like, like, I don't know if you guys can tell by my outfit, um, for those who are watching live, <laughs> I'm gonna call it live, I don't care, I don't know if you guys can tell that, like, sometimes I feel like maybe my expiration date was meant to be the the time of the war. I don't know if you can tell that by my outfit. This is a very heavy episode. Um, I find out that I am a highly sensitive person a few, like, months ago. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, I would look into... The Highly Sensitive Person by Elaine Aaron, Dr. Elaine Aaron. She did these studies and turns out 15 to 20% of every species, over 100 species, including humans, um, have a, a, an above average um, sensitivity to the five senses. Um, a depth of processing trait where, you know, you're feeling all the senses, you're seeing everything, you're smelling everything, you're touching everything, but you're seeing everything and the brain automatically wants to grab a detail from a room, for example, let al that's just visual, let alone like the other senses and wants to think about it deeply and everything needs to be deeply processed in order to be filed away. Um, and your, uh, your, I think the acronym is called DOES, which stands for depth of processing, overwhelm, or over arousal. Uh, there's a, in every human being, there's a level of arousal that is optimal for um, functioning every day. So if you are low in arousal, this doesn't even mean sexual arousal, it just means what's going on around you. If you're bored, jaded, you might be low in arousal. If you're higher, if you're over aroused, if you're over your optimal level of arousal, um, as a person with high sensitivity, you um, get overwhelmed. So that's the O. The E is empathy. I'm an empath. Which makes sense if I am paying attention to everything and processing it deeply. People are, like, people are so, I, I, I sound so, like, mistrustable right now. But please read the book or look up the main principles from a, a valid site. Um, yeah, emotional uh, intelligence and all of that, which makes me feel like a sociopath. Like, I can read a room, you know? It makes me feel like a sociopath. 
Um, and S is sensitivity to stimuli. So um, bright lights bother me, which is why I'm wearing a sunglasses and it's sunset right now. And I have lights on, but I can't look at them fully or else it's going to be too much for me. Um, so basically, that's that's the trait. It's not a deficiency. It's um, or a disorder. It's a trait. Um, there's been associations made with like I don't know. There there's so much research about it. If you're curious, go look at it. But uh, the reason why I made this podcast is because I was reading the book and Elaine was saying to think about going into leadership, and I was like, mm, I don't want to do that, and then she was like, well, uh, if you have people that naturally think about everything very deeply, um, are sensitive to the subtle in the environment, and can pick up and detect uh, signs of um, illness, discomfort, before people else can if you, it's kind of like you're a fire alarm before the fire alarm goes off and um, you naturally care about people so you have good in your heart for other people and um, you have an eye for what I don't know she hyped me up enough to start a podcast so <laughs> um I scored a full 27 out of 27. I feel like I'm very paper. Um, what is it? Textbook cover copy. I don't know what the... I speak Arabic and English, but my first language was uh, Arabic. I also used to dance ballet and I used to play gymnastics. It was fun. My dad tried to get me into soccer. Um, I couldn't do it. It was too much. Um, I like individual sports because I feel like the more people I have to interact with, the more drained I get, which makes sense. But I am an extrovert, I think, and I love people. I love being around people. Um, but I think my sensitivity means I just need to spend more time inside and I need to be selective about the times I, or discerning, I guess, about the times I go out. Because um, it will take me twice the time to recover from something bad. Than, but I'll recover. Oh yeah, because I'll be thinking about the past, the present, and the future. For a while, I thought I was a um, sociopath, and then I, and then I thought I was um, like a very traumatized child, and then I, and then I was like, wait, I started seeing the goodness in myself, and then I thought maybe I'm a genius, and then I got insecure. So then I said, um. I don't really know what that means I am right now. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. And then I thought, you know what, maybe we should just stop trying to make everything say something about 
you just let things be fine. Um, yeah. So that's why I made the podcast, because I really wanted to... I got laid off, and I was reading this book that said, please just try to get people together, use your intuition, use all of this, and do something good with it. You don't have to fit into a role that doesn't serve you, you know, like... Um, and to me, I have a lot of chronic pain, and it just made the most sense, you know, I've had the meme account for a while, um, I, when I, um, was at Parsons, my thesis was, I made a tool for, um, domestic violence victims to, um, tally the amount of times they felt unsafe, not in the way that um, is meant to use against a partner in court, but a way to help build memory as a victim of um, abuse, whether physical or um, emotional, uh, because memory and self-trust is where the root of where all any change starts, I think. It was the most stressful thing I've ever done, but it feels really rewarding to say that I was able to create a tool like that. Um, I don't advertise what it is because that's the whole point. It needs to be a secret tool meant for people who need it. Um, if you know anyone who needs it, um, and if you know a few people who would be down to help make it with me, we can make a few prototypes and send them out. Um, just let me know. Yeah. Um, what else have I done in life? I'm trying to go over the hallmarks of everything, but I think that's... I don't know what the hallmarks means. I just felt like saying it. I wanted to go through the points in my life and everything that's happened. Um, there's a time, including this time, where I'm deeply, deeply mourning um, for the life that I could have had. Um, I am extremely privileged, and I know where I stand in our current societal fucking shitstorm. Um, but you know, I, I mourn I mourn the life of a child who got to form an attachment to their family and um I mourn for the child within me who wished that um they could feel safe. And my my name Malad it means safe haven, so, um, I don't know, my entire life was like, okay, I've never felt it, so I'm gonna try to build it for myself. I'm still trying. Um, sorry, I'm getting a bit emotional, but, um, 
you know, part of the trait. We feel everything deeply. And then I was mourning that combo, that deck of cards that God handed me or the universe handed me that said that I am going to be born into a war with a high sensitivity. I used to faint. I used to, I, my fight or flight was to faint. Now I got it down to, I had maybe like a 20, 30, 40 second window um, before thinking that I was going to faint and fainting. That's how good my body got at um, shutting down when you can't fight or run away from um, bombings. <laughs> so, um, but now we got it down to just dissociation. And then I got it down another level. I've been in therapy for four years. I am seeing um, a therapist specializing in trauma. I'm doing EMDR. I'm doing internal family systems therapy. I'm doing the damn thing, okay? I'm doing the fucking work. I am there twice a week uh, before my insurance runs out. <laughs> and then we're going to move to sliding scale. <laughs> um yeah, uh, please go to therapy, whoever's watching this, go talk about your problems, because you'll just solve them, I don't see, what, like, what's the problem, you know, <laughs> um, and, what else was I gonna say, I was gonna say something else, but I'm kind of forgetting, um, my brain is really good at forgetting, which kind of makes sense why I would make a little object that helps you tally the amount of times when you forget. I was doing user research, you guys. User research. Um, it's 555 right now. This is a confirmation bias. If I'm looking for the numbers to be that way. I feel like my body just keeps this, uh, an eye out for when it's going to be that time subconsciously. I don't know. Anyway, so what else was I going to say? Let me give you some Brooklyn ambiance. Thanks for going around in circles with me. This was a very circular way of talking about my life, but this is just how my brain works. Um, this is very unstructured. I want to announce that I am doing research about chronic pain because now that... You know what? Hold on. Well, let me finish this point. No. <laughs> arguing with myself. Now that I am working towards dissociating less, I'm feeling my chronic pain more, and uh, a whole part of the highly sensitive person trait is that my central nervous system is very active. It's on, um, which is why I used to faint. It makes so much sense. Um, but yeah, now I'm 
getting back into my body after years of shutting down and trying to uh, disappear has uh, led to a lot of pain that now I'm stepping into and I'm like how did I live my entire life like this I just couldn't feel it you know um, and it's it's not great um, I tried to get acupuncture, I read up on aerial yoga, I'm doing aerial yoga now, I did two classes over the past, like, two months, or three, I don't remember, three months, um, my body's in a state of being frozen all of the time, um, and I have to manually unlearn that, and I'm mourning that I got dealt high sensitivity into war and I am mourning um, a life where now I could feel no pain or I feel less pain but at the same time uh, when I feel happiness it feels like the best thing in the world when I feel love I feel it so deeply and so powerfully and um, I feel lucky that we're all here experiencing this together. Um, I think that social media has made us very connected but very isolated. It's just because there's people that shouldn't be running it, running it. Um, and it's and I think we should just make our circles smaller. We shouldn't know this many people. Anyway, um, but who am I to talk? My body hurts. Um, so I'm doing research on chronic pain because no one has gone into the Google um, forum I, I made. My link tree on my Instagram that proposes a problem that they would like to talk about and try to fix up with me. Sorry right now is really low energy. Life has got me down. Um, but I think the whole point of this podcast is to feel what's wrong. Uh, like, feel it with me, and we can figure it out together. I think also having it be a diary journal, video journal, uh, we can see the process taking steps into solving a certain problem. But since no one has done that, I'm going to be doing research on chronic pain um, and research on how to feel more rest, how to make your the limited time you have to yourself, how to make it the most peaceful you can and um, how to kind of feel a bit more harmony in life because I could use that. Um, and I know I can't be the only one. I'm also going to be, in the meantime, for the video part, I'm going to be making a theremin. I've been talking about it for ages, and it's time. It's time. And I think, um, while I'm making this theremin, we're going to be talking about life and the problems and fine-tune something. Um... I really hope everyone's doing well. I don't know if I'm going to be 
adding stuff to this or not. This feels pretty complete. Um, I hope everyone's doing well, taking care of themselves and their loved ones. Happy belated Valentine's Day. I know, I know you hate it. Or you might love it. I hope you love it. Um, love is really, truly beautiful and transformative and something that, um, if we don't take every opportunity to feel, it will make life very bleak. Find, find love in everything. Okay. Uh, take care. I love you. Bye. Oh, and see you next week. I'll be making a theremin next week. Thank <music> you.